The statement of cash flows is my favorite, maybe. It's like the income statement and balance sheet had a baby. It starts with net income in sections of three. Operating, investing, and financing, you see. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Boosting Your Financial IQ. Today, we're going to talk about my favorite financial statement. And yes, I'm a nerd. And yes, I do have a favorite financial statement and you should too. And that statement should be the statement of cash flows. If you have not listened to my previous episodes about understanding the income statement and understanding the balance sheet, you should probably go back and listen to those because those financial statements build up to this ultimate supreme financial statement, the statement of cash flow. All right. So what is the statement of cash flow and why do I love it so much? Let me just say, sometimes I say the statement of cash flow or the statement of cash flows. I think either one's fine. All right. What is the purpose of the statement of cash flows? The statement of cash flow summarizes the amount of cash and the cash equivalents that flow in and out of the company over a period of time. So just like the income statement, how it is pulled over a period of time from like January through March or April through July, over a period of time, you can see the revenue, the cost, and the profitability of the business on the income statement. Same kind of thing is true with the statement of cash flow. It's pulled over a period of time to see how the cash flowed in and out over that specific period. Unlike the balance sheet, if you remember from the previous episodes, or if you remember from your previous experience, the balance sheet is pulled as of a certain date. So it's a snapshot in time. So statement of cash flows is pulled over a period of time. Ultimately, it tells us where the money came from and where it went. It identifies how well the company generates cash to pay its debt obligations and to fund its operations. So as you can see here, a very critical statement because it measures cash and cash is the lifeblood of any business. Did you know this? 70% of companies that go bankrupt, they're profitable when they close their doors. That's why I think the income statement is good because it measures revenue and cost and profitability. However, it's incomplete without the balance sheet and especially the statement of cash flow. So why don't more organizations use the statement of cash flow? Why don't they use it? Because most systems, most accounting systems, they don't readily pull the statement of cash flows. You have to go in there and manually create it. Now, some of them can do it, but there's a lot of nuances that go into the statement of cash flows. And that's why most companies don't rely on it because it takes effort to create it. However, in business, it is the most important financial statement. So let's dive into what the statement of cash flows is all about. So first, there are two different methods when presenting the statement of cash flow. First, there's the direct method, and this is the least common method that is out there, but it uses actual cash inflows and outflows from the company's operations instead of modifying the operations section from accrual to a cash basis. So the inflows and the outflows, they're netted to arrive at the cash flow. So this is also known as the income statement method. Whenever I would create financial statements and specifically the statement of cash flows, I would always use the indirect method. So the direct method is not very common. It does exist out there, but not readily practiced. The indirect method, on the other hand, is the most common. It's a cash flow statement. And in this method, the cash flow statement begins with net income on an accrual basis 
and then it adds and subtracts non-cash items to reconcile the actual cash flows from operations. It's a lot easier than the direct method to prepare because most companies keep accounting records on an accrual basis. When I was going for my CPA and I had to sit through those tests, those arduous tests, oh, I remember the indirect method and the direct method. I definitely appreciated the indirect method. The direct method was just, uh, what a headache, what a pain. So those are the two methods. Most of the statement of cash flows that you see and that you come across, they're going to be presented using the indirect method, but just thought I would mention that to you. All right. So let's recap. Where are we with the financial statements? I went over the income statement, the balance sheet previously, but I'm going to recap those with my songs. And then I'm going to introduce a new song for the statement of cash flows. So let's start with the income statement. The income statement is a flow through. The profit flows through to the balance sheet. So it's the income statements a flow through always starts with revenue, cost of goods sold in SG&A, which is selling general administrative expenses. And you end up with profit at the end of the day. That's the income statement song. The income statement. So ultimately what the income statement does is it measures revenues or sales, the cost of operations, and then ultimately profitability of the business. Now, what about the balance sheet? The balance sheet is dear to me. Assets, liabilities, and equity in order by liquidity, and it ties to net income with rigidity. It ties to net income with equity because net income is flowing from the income statement. It's a flow through and it flows down to the balance sheet and it sits in the equity bucket. So what about the statement of cash flows? How does that all tie together? It starts with net income with the indirect method or it's derived through the direct method, but ultimately it starts with net income and then it flows down from there into multiple sections. So let me sing this little song which will hopefully help you to remember the statement of cash flows. The statement of cash flows is my favorite, maybe. It's like the income statement and balance sheet had a baby. It starts with net income and in sections of three, operating, investing, and financing, you see. (laughs) So there you have it. There's the statement of cash flow song. Not as cool as the other ones, maybe, but remember the statement of cash flows is the most important one. So let me sing the song again and try to bring some excitement here into your life and into this episode. The statement of cash flows is my favorite, maybe. It's like the income statement and balance sheet had a baby. It starts with net income and in sections of three, operating, investing, and financing, you see. There you have it. There's the statement of cash flows. Now, let me break this song down and walk you through how the statement of cash flow is structured. So first, The statement of cash flows is my favorite maybe. And it's probably, it's not maybe. I just had to find a word that rhymes with baby. So it is my favorite because when I'm evaluating a company without the statement of cash flows, I can't see where cash is flowing in and out of the business. And I want to see how it flows in those three different sections. So it is my favorite. It's like the income statement and balance sheet had a baby because it starts with net income from the income statement. And then it accounts for the change in the accounts on the balance sheet. So changes in assets and liabilities are reflected on the statement of cash flow. So the income statement and the balance sheet merge together. They make the statement of cash flows. That's their baby. Now it starts with net income with the indirect method, or it's derived from the direct method. And it's in sections of three. So the three sections are cash from operating activities, cash from investing activities, and cash from financing activities. Now, if your financials are prepared according to GAAP, sometimes you have a fourth section 
which includes disclosures of non-cash activities. However, without these disclosures, most statement of cash flows are going to be broken down into these three sections, operating, investing, and financing. So let's dive in to some examples for each of these sections. The first section, operating activities, is the first section of a company's cash flow statement, and it explains the sources and uses of cash from ongoing regular business activities over a period of time. This includes net income from the income statement, adjustments to net income, and then changes in working capital. So what types of adjustments to net income am I talking about? I'm mostly talking about depreciation and amortization because these are the main things. These are items that are non-cash charges, meaning the company doesn't write a check to depreciation company or amortization company. Instead, depreciation and amortization, they're non-cash charges that allow a company to depreciate or expense their assets over a period of time for tax purposes. So that's what you have in operating activities, operating your business on a day-to-day basis. These are the, the, the normal activities, the normal business activities that generate cash inflows and cash outflows. Working capital is essentially the difference between current assets and current liability accounts. Okay, so that's what's in operating activities. So when you're looking at the statement of cash flow, you want to pay close attention to how much cash a company generates from operating activities. Now, it's possible that a company is profitable, that they have positive net income, but they have negative operating cash flow. And most often, the reason why that happens is because working capital accounts are sucking away the cash, meaning that if I have accounts receivable and customers owe me a thousand bucks, and over the next period, now they owe me five thousand, then that means I'm out of pocket four thousand dollars. So I have negative working capital of $4,000 and therefore it decreases my operating cash flow. And this is why that statistic is so relevant because 70% of companies that go bankrupt, they're profitable when they close their doors. They have profit, they have net income. But if, if they don't watch their working capital and other activities from investing and financing, they can go broke, they could go bankrupt. So that's what's in operating activities. Now let's move on to the next section, investing activities. Investing activities refers to the purchase and sale of long-term assets and other business investments within a specific reporting period. That's what investing activities are. So if a company goes out and buys trucks or equipment or invests in other businesses, then these cash outflows will show up in the investing activity section. If a company sells these assets, then it'll be displayed in investing activities as a cash inflow. So that's what investing activities are. These are investments the company makes in equipment. It's capital expenditures, another name for equipment and other business investments. And finally, the last section is financing activities. And these activities refer to the flow of cash between a business and its owners and creditors. So financing activities include debt inflows and outflows and equity inflows and outflows. So if a company goes out there and gets a loan, okay, they get a loan for a million bucks and they get the proceeds from this loan, it'll be a cash inflow to financing activities. If it pays off a loan, then you'll see the outflow for financing activities in this section. Similarly, if a company goes out there and raises capital with investors, 
or if an owner puts in money to the business out of their own pocket, then this is going to show up as an inflow. And if he retires any stock or buys back its stock or makes distributions or dividends, then it'll be a cash outflow to this section. So financing activities basically includes items related to debt and equity, inflows and outflows from debt and equity. So those are the three main sections. I'm not going to go into too much more detail on the statement of cash flows. I'm going to keep it high level in this episode, but I'm going to do other episodes which explain working capital, capital expenditures, financing activities, all these things related to the statement of cash flows, but I wanted to keep it pretty high level. All right, let me pause here real quick. If you are enjoying this episode and if you've enjoyed other episodes, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review on this podcast, on whatever platform you're using, if you leave a review, that helps us out tremendously. So if you haven't already, I'd really appreciate the review. Also, I would love to hear your comments. If you have comments about this podcast and how I can make it better or topics that you want me to cover in the future, your comments would be much appreciated because it will help me to deliver content that's relevant to you. And that's definitely what I want to do. I want to make this content super relevant and helpful for listeners like you. So as I wrap up, what does the cash flow statement ultimately measure? Well, it measures the financial strength, profitability, and the long-term outlook for a company. It helps someone determine if the company has sufficient liquidity or cash to cover its obligations. So that's really important because you can see the cash inflow and outflow and the ending balance of cash. It also helps companies to predict the future cash flow of the business and it strengthens forecasting. I did a webinar on this about reinventing the budgeting process. If you haven't seen that already, check out that webinar because I go into a little bit more detail of how companies can take their normal budgeting process, which I think is totally broken, and convert it into a forecasting process and a process that not only forecasts net income, that's where most companies stop. They do profit and loss forecasting, but to forecast free cash flow because forecasting free cash flow will really help a business understand its true financial position and its strength. So understanding the statement of cash flows and building a forecast based on this can really help the company understand its long-term outlook. And then ultimately, it tells you how much cash a company is generating, either from operating activities, investing activities, and financing activities. And what's crazy is that some companies, they can lose money year after year after year, but they can still be in business. And you may wonder, and you may wonder how can they do this? They do this because even though cash flow from operations is negative, they may have positive cash inflows from investing and financing activities. And that's how they survive. I hope this is a helpful summary of the statement of cash flows. And if you have the chance to get your hands on your company's statement of cash flow and have the time to go through it and understand what it's saying, it's going to be a huge benefit for you in your role within the business. And if you don't have access to your company's statement of cash flow, you could always go to Yahoo Finance and you could look at public companies statement of cash flows, or you could go to SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission's website, sec.gov, and you could pull the 10Ks, the annual reports of tons of public companies. And you can start to understand how does their cash flow in and out of the business. But the key thing here is that businesses 
need strategy. And that's why I'm so passionate about strategy because strategy helps the company identify where it's going to compete and how it's going to compete and the resources it needs in order to drive and build enduring value. And enduring value all comes down to free cash flow, which ties to the statement. So now you can see how this all comes together. Why I love strategy so much? Because it helps drive the numbers. It helps organizations to create, deliver, and capture value. And all of this is recorded on the statement of cash flows, which is my favorite financial statement because it just summarizes everything. So if you are not reviewing the cash flow statement on a regular basis, on a monthly basis with the rest of your financial statements, please start doing that because you're missing out on so much. If you need help with any of this, we have courses like Boosting Your Financial IQ and Leading Your Financial Future, which can help you take your financial literacy to a whole new level. Also, if you need help in your business, if you're struggling in this area of your business with financial management or with strategy, we would love to help you. Please reach out to us. And in the meantime, sing some financial songs to yourself. It's a great way to bring a smile to your face because they are so corny and so cheesy. And I can say that because I made them up and practice reading the financials because every time you do, you're going to strengthen your language of money and it'll help you to build a more successful business and accelerate your career. Hey, real quick, if you get value out of this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a recording with your name, your age, where you're from, and your question through a voice note or a video using your smartphone. Then email me the file at hello at byfiq.com. BYFIQ stands for boosting your financial IQ. So once again, it's hello at BYFIQ.com. If selected, I'll give you a shout out and answer your question for you and the entire community. One last thing. If you want access to additional resources that will help you fast track your path to financial freedom, visit BYFIQ.com or download our free app in the Apple or Google Play app store today. Thanks again. Hey, real quick, if you get value out of this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a recording with your name, your age, where you're from, and your question through a voice note or a video using your smartphone. Then email me the file at hello at byfiq.com. BYFIQ stands for boosting your financial IQ. So once again, it's hello at byfiq.com. If selected, I'll give you a shout out and answer your question for you and the entire community. One last thing. If you want access to additional resources that will help you fast track your path to financial freedom, visit byfiq.com or download our free app in the Apple or Google Play app store today. Thanks again.